banana bunch you know what time it is it's time for another episode of the jungle gyms podcast yeah that's the longest way i could draw that out welcome to the show everyone thanks so much for your support as always i appreciate all of you out there in the audio land and of course those of you who have done me a really nice favor and subscribed to us on youtube drive those youtube versions you know because i want to show you some of the stuff that we're doing too but of course I appreciate all of you for supporting and listening to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've had a lot of people in the last week tell me, they're like, Mark, I love the show. And then not just say that, but then give me a specific reference to the show too. That's how I know you're a real fan. Appreciate you. All right, folks. Well, before we dive into this week's episode, a few things I want to get out of the way. I've mentioned it a bunch recently. We've got two festivals with tickets available now. Coming up first this year in June is our International Beer Festival. That kicks off June 16th. Tickets are available right now for it. Uh, highly recommend you jump in there. There's over 400 beers, beers from all over the world. You get to chat with the experts. You can shake their hands. I almost said to hold their hands. I mean, I guess you could hold their hands too. At this point, you're probably asking to kiss the beer vendors. I find it weird, but you know what? You do you. If they're cool with it, I'm cool with it too. Um, But we just announced this. I believe this was last week uh, and it's official now. The Weekend of Fire is back. We've also got a car show as part of it. I think that should be really, really cool. But tickets are available for both of these festivals on junglefests.com. It's hard to say, but that's fest plural jungle fests okay i don't i think when we bought that website we didn't think how often i'd have to say it awkwardly on air <laughs> uh weekend of fire is gonna be awesome though we've got all kinds of hot sauce vendors and and other similar products from all over the country and world coming into the store you get to sample all kinds of stuff i'm doing some bits there i think and it's not 100 official yet but i'm just gonna keep teasing it until it becomes real but i believe i'm actually gonna be making a hot sauce there with one of our vendors farmer nate sauces what's up nate um live at the show it's some point that's going to be really cool and of course like i said you could sample all these fun products and it goes from mild to wild and i don't mean that in the reddit sense all right they're still with me so that is going to be a lot of fun make sure you get those tickets they're going to sell out quick they always do you know our festivals do we just did this one a few weeks back a customer appreciation event and i'll have some footage for that in an upcoming episode but the tickets for that sold out in like the first few minutes so I'm not kidding when I say, please jump on this, because I'd like to hang out with you. You're all very nice to me in public. I very much appreciate it. Uh, You're better than my real friends sometimes. Tell that to them. Uh, All right. Well, this week I had a fun opportunity. So, you know, I I have a background in film, media, all that fun stuff. Uh, And of course, I love food. And so when I found out that there was a cool food show being shot in the area, I was like, oh my gosh, I got to do something about this. So I found out the show Top Vegan. It's airing right now. It's on YouTube and a few other platforms. Uh, We'll we'll let the uh, host and creator of the show tell you more in the actual interview segment here. Talk about it. But I, I was like, oh, this is such a cool opportunity. We should meet this guy and see what's going on. Hey, maybe one day we'll shoot an episode here in the store. Like, that could be fun, right? So let me, as you're watching along now, let me take you on a short tour of our store here. So in the natural food section, we have a huge natural food selection. We carry foods, a ton of like gluten-free. We're always aiming to appeal to as many people as possible, right? Any kind of dietary restrictions, allergy needs, that kind of stuff. We also carry a ton of vegan and plant-based opportunities too. So, you know, I wanted to showcase that here 
I, I know for those of you just listening to the audio version, you're like, great, I, I can hear how you're describing, but there's aisles and aisles. I feel like sometimes we have a larger natural foods slash vegan, whatever you'd like to call that area. It's larger than some actual whole stores are, just to give you an idea of the scale. Um, while we were there, I wanted to pick up a product that I actually really enjoy from that world. Um, the owner and I play phone tag every few months. What'll happen is we'll usually try to connect on something and then we'll miss the other person's message. And then three or four months later, catch back up. We should get better at that. Uh, but the brand is called Tickety Boo Treats. I'll get a little tight shot for you here. Tickety Boo, by the way, for those of you who do not or are not super familiar with British slang, tickety moo means that's fine. Like, it's fine. It's all good. It's kind of like that, right? Like, you ever hear the expression here in the US? That's the ticket. They're kind of like uh, siblings in that regard. But let me give you a little background here on tickety boo. So, what she's got here, these are, you remove these, they're frozen. You keep them frozen so you're ready to eat them. But they are gluten free, dairy free, paleo, and vegan little treats. So, uh, they're effectively cheesecakes but I guess you can't call it cheese because it's, you know, but you get what I'm going with here. So the one in particular I picked out, this is one of my favorites. She's got a whole line of them. They're all really good. Uh, the lemon wild blueberry cheesecake. I thought it was uh, not just my favorite to eat, but it also looked nice on camera. But just to give you an idea, I mean, there's the only thing that this isn't is nut free because that makes up a lot of stuff. So it's just like cashews, water, maple syrup, almond flour, coconut sugar, coconut oil, lemon juice, wild blueberries, pink Himalayan salt, lemon zest, and some blue, blue corn flower petals. You can actually see them right on there. It's cute. They're self-packaged. I love the new packaging, by the way. Um, individually, not self-packaged. I mean, it'd be cool if the cheesecake could package itself. That'd be crazy. I think that would be a way bigger news story than, wow, we have vegan cheesecakes. No, we have cheesecakes that package themselves, uh, but they're individually wrapped. They come in a bunch of flavors. I love the Mexican hot chocolate. That one's really great. Uh, there's a churro flavor. That's awesome. And even just the regular with the dark cherry sauce chef's kiss baby so i wanted to showcase that i thought about eating it on here but i did not i actually left it in the freezer too long so i won't subject you to that but just know that i love it and it's delicious thank you so much come in and try i mean there's all kinds of stuff you saw all the weird like i say weird i don't mean it bad relax uh but all the unique um plant-based meat options it's so cool there's so many options out there so um because of all this stuff i thought that was a good tie with the show happening here with top vegan and i you know i didn't just talk about the show but i talked about some questions I had about vegan culture and the lifestyle. And, uh, you know, I should mention Chad, in addition to being the host of the show, he's also a restaurateur and owns multiple restaurants in Columbus that serve exclusively vegan food. Hey, I'm going there this week. Maybe I'll go try it out. Anyway, welcome to the studio, Chad. What's up, man? Hey, how are you, Mark? I'm, I'm awesome, dude. Welcome to the show. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Uh, so about myself, I am a vegan plant-based restaurateur from Columbus. Um, I've been vegan for about seven years. Uh, about a year later, got into the restaurant industry. Mm -hmm. I had been a server at places before, no real experience, but trying to start a lot of businesses with my friends. We went vegan. We were like, let's open a restaurant. Sure. Of course, natural course of events. Um, been doing that the last six years, opened a small restaurant on Ohio State's campus called Edenburger with some friends of mine. Yeah. Uh, in 2019, I opened a downtown diner with my family. Yeah. Um, Is that also vegan? All vegan, yep. Perfect. And uh, we do breakfast all day, pancakes. We've got some stuffed crust pizza. So just a little bit bigger space, a little bit bigger menu than uh, like the fast food concept sure. we were doing before. Um, and then, yeah, in the last year, I had sold out of my original restaurant restaurant Edenburger mm -hmm. and use those funds to launch Top Vegan, my new venture, which is a 
plant-based cooking competition show, eight chefs, six challenges, business mentorship, $10,000 cash prize, and the title of Top Vegan on the Line. I love it. That is very cool. So you've, and the show has launched, right? Your first two episodes are yep, out, yep. right? Just, just this last week, uh, April 20th, first two episodes came out. We'll Congratulations. Be doing, thank you very much. So what are some maybe common misconceptions about the world of vegan food that you have tried to, because I imagine you want to turn on people like myself who have like a more omnivorous diet to be more open-minded about vegan food and culture and all that stuff. Do you find that there are certain misconceptions that we all have about what you make? I think so. And I think that's been a big driver behind the type of restaurants I've tried to start as well as some of the themes of the show, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, the, the a lot of the main stereotypes is one i've got to give up everything i've ever loved growing up and eating <laughs> as a child uh you know i don't want to eat just salads kale and quinoa for the rest of my night <laughs> for my life and where the hell am i going to get all my protein from uh you know those are really the biggest three things you hear um and yeah you know so i started with typical american food burgers fries shakes uh in order to just you know kind of show that a lot of the traditional american foods we grew up with you don't have to give up you just have to change the recipe slightly Um, and of course it's never going to be exactly the same right but just because you're making a compromise on uh what you're eating doesn't mean you have to completely compromise your entire you know, enjoyment of eating your favorite foods. Um, and that's something we look to address in Top Vegan as well. Um, and some of the challenges doing, cla- starting with classic American, yeah, going to the international roots of veganism and showing that this isn't something that started 10 years ago in LA right. with famous <laughs> actors and models. You know, plant-based diets have been flourished by communities for literally humanity's existence. Yeah. You know, the hunters that couldn't hunt well <laughs> relied on the gatherers uh, so for true. some berries to keep them going the next day. Um, <laughs> uh, along with, of course, you know, like Western Asian communities, right. India, uh, the Middle East, um, and then going on to protein challenge desserts, really trying to cover that that whole spread of uh, you know, if you're cur- curious to this, there are ways you can try it. There are substitutes you can enjoy. Um, and what we try not to do at both the restaurant and the show is, you know, it, it's it's not to be preachy and, you know, it's sure. not necessarily meant to convert, but rather, like you said, you know, keep an open mind. Yeah. You know, if you go to a restaurant and see something interesting or you end up at an all vegan restaurant with one of your vegetarian friends, yeah. it doesn't have to be the scariest thing in the world. And, and that's my thing is, uh, you know, I'm not here to browbeat anyone about their choices more, more so I want to put the options out there and make them comparable in price and taste and quality. Um, so that people just keep an open mind and what they choose to do with that is yeah. is whatever they want, you know? I It's one of the things I like about Jungle Gyms, too, honestly. Same kind of thing, right? We're on an international scale where it's like, hey, you might not have ever tried that. And sure, we've got all of your safety. We have American Grocery here. But we want to encourage you the same way, right? We want you to try Absolutely. new things. So I think it was very I, – I liked that when I was doing my research leading up to this. I was like, okay, I like that very much about you and the brand and the show. And before we dive into the show – hi, everyone. Uh, this is the, my favorite part. You get fans on the fly. Um mm-hmm. No, what I was going to ask you, though, was do you have a favorite recipe that you've concocted for your restaurants over the time that you think has either been maybe twofold, one that you like the most or and then one that you think has been most popular with non-vegans? Uh, so I think, I mean, at our original 
restaurant, Edenburger. Um, we were definitely proud of like the veggie patty. It was a great veggie patty. Um, but I think, again, you kind of lose people in just having it be such a veggie patty. Right. Uh, now I'd say my favorites at 4th and State have become uh, both original recipes for our, like, tempeh chicken tenders, our chicken Ooh. pretendies, we call them. I love it. Because they're just Clever some name. tempeh <laughs> pretending to be chicken tenders. Um, and our pancakes. And as simple as a pancake can be, you rarely see them available vegan because it's eggs, milk, butter. Right. Uh, you know, I didn't even think about that. Things that generally are not vegan or, you know, now modern technologies have made them widely available. Sure. Uh, but um, just not the first thing you assume. Um, and it took us a while to get the pancakes to be really great at the restaurant. And now they're, um, yeah, they're great. They're my favorite. And it's just such a classic yeah. American breakfast staple. There's nothing like a great pancake. Right. You hit that like food memory note. You're it, like, okay, this yeah. brings me back. Yeah. And I used to always go to IHOP and mix a little pancake with some chicken tender, some sweet and savory. I've yeah. always, and now, and now they're my two favorite, you know, menu items. So, so really, cool. really coming full circle. I love it. No, <laughs> Hey, well, and speaking of coming full circle, talk to me about how the, the, the inception of uh, top vegan happened. That's really, uh, yeah, it was about a year ago, a, a year and maybe a few months that I had the idea um you know film and television has always been something i'm really passionate about um i've been doing you know small local acting roles um and a little bit of comedy in columbus nothing major but open mics and improv classes yeah. short films things of that nature um i've written some so that's always a career path i had in mind um and you know once the pandemic hit and so much of our time was inside uh, my girlfriend and I just started going through all these different cooking shows we started with hell's kitchen yep I had seen like bar rescue in the path in the past rather but I'd never really dove into the complex world of reality cooking competition right. shows um, and yeah we went through hell's kitchen Kitchen Nightmares, Top Chef, uh, and all these other ancillary upstart competition shows. Um, and I can be, a, you know, a creature of what I'm consuming. You know, anything yeah. I consume a lot, I just end up wanting to, to make something. And it seemed really in line with my passion. I love food. I love cooking now. Yeah. I've always loved film and television. Um, I've been looking for ways to increase the impact of what we're trying to do at the restaurants. But... My pancakes and pretendies can only go so far. <laughs> they, so, uh, you know, being able to to have the thought of you could put a show on YouTube or, you know, in the future, you know, the ideal situation is it maybe gets picked up by a major streaming service sure. or food network, perhaps. Um, if not, I'm happy to stay on YouTube. Huge audience, right. you know. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the thought is if, if I could put that out, not only um, could I maybe – influence perspectives around plant-based diets more so than I can at my, you know, singular restaurant now in Columbus, Ohio, um, but also create a viable path for myself to continue merging my passions. Um, and if this is something that can go a second or third s season, whether it's upstart from my own funding still, or it gets picked up and becomes sure. something much bigger, um, yeah, just, just looking to be more in line with my passions and have fun and experiment, you know, 
I always love to roll the dice on, on something it. new. So. Of course. So for those of us who have not watched yet, this is one of those moments where I'm like staring into the camera like, tell it for them. Um, walk walk us through an episode of Top Vegan. Like, what can we expect on the show? You can expect, um, of course, a gregarious host, um, maybe <laughs> one of the best in the biz. It's me, and I'm not. Um, but we've got a great cast. Uh, you know, my, my favorite part of this has been getting to show everyone the people that i got to spend that time with um and the cast is great just full of really wholesome individuals we have one challenge per episode uh parameters like i had mentioned range from classic american international roots protein desserts they come to my restaurant for a day and the finale is a business pitch oh awesome um where they're pitching a vegan business concept that they think can elevate uh, veganism from a perspective from a perspective standpoint of making it more digestible or accessibility whatever direction they they take with it so uh yeah we've got a parameter for each episode a guest judge from the ohio food community other restaurateurs chefs business owners um they get 75 minutes to cook their hearts out uh choosing from the available ingredients in our top vegan pantry you get to see me and a friend eat a bunch of those dishes, sometimes very messily. Uh, a winner is awarded each episode, and then I play the the big bad wolf and and have to send someone home. And I learned that was the tough part for me. Sure, yeah. <laughs> the the as as you go on in the series, I get a little bit more teary eyed each episode, oh, and and you really get a feel for just how soft I am sure. in reality. It's one of those things that like I don't think I'd be. I feel like a part of me, if I could turn it on in that moment, I'm like I might be good at it and be like, all right, time to be cutthroat, Mark. But realistically, I'm right with you on that. I feel like that would be the hardest part. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me dash your dreams real fast yeah you know? and that was exactly the feeling i had before going in to to the elimination uh each day is man i really got to look someone in the eyes and be like man you know that thing that you really wanted sorry i don't want it as much yeah, as you do yeah, yeah sorry but it, it ain't going to be yours on this run right who knows what the future holds but you know the other thing that I, uh, always probably good for it's hard when you are the receiving end of it but i guess maybe if i can get on my soapbox for a second the good news is is you made it far pretty far right for sure so, and second place is not really a bad thing you no, know no and really any uh, you know i think uh so many of our contestants were either home chefs or just upstart nobody was crazy i mean there are definitely tears but i think everybody had such a good time getting to know the other chefs and contestants and kind of forging some friendships that yeah you know even if you go home episode two three or whatever you made some great contacts and uh you know everybody came out of there really inspired and you know, I've been following everyone's Instagram since and yeah. seeing the dishes that they're putting out now and, and kind of where the, the inspiration has taken them. Um, you know, everybody took something positive away from that, which which is great. And, yeah. you know, the winner took away all those positive things plus 10K cash. Yeah, exactly. So that's awesome. So yeah. that's what you yearn for. But yeah, I, you know, every everybody, tears or not, had a had a great time on the show, which I'm is so glad to hear thankful that. for, yeah. Well, you worked with a lot of my favorite people in the production industry here locally too. So I saw a lot of familiar faces on there. So that was great. So I know it's going to look good. I haven't got a chance yeah. to watch it yet, to be clear. But. And, that, and that's okay. We definitely had a, a star-studded production cast. Um, a lot from here in Cincinnati, yeah. some crew from Dayton, a couple people from Columbus. Sure. Um, and yeah, that it's also really helped, you know, again, 
the whole small world, everybody's so connected. Yeah. Seeing so many of these people on productions that I've known from different productions, right. or people reaching out and being like, hey, you're sound guy. I work with them all the time. I love them. Can't yeah. wait to watch the show. I know it's going to sound exactly. great. Right. Um, and, and it did, I think, you know, an upstart production, you never know where the quality is going to go. Um, and I, I, that's one of the biggest things we've taken away is everybody is saying, you know, it, it looks and sounds great and it flows like a normal TV show. You know, awesome. I've, I've launched a lot of different businesses and like prototypes of businesses and this is definitely my best first version. Cool. <laughs> I've, I've no, I get some, it. I've had some first versions that have been less than stellar, and people still show out and support. Right. Um, but, you know, I watch it, and I'm like, man, as critical on myself as I can be sometimes, right. for a first-time TV show, and a lot of the people working on set, this was maybe their first foray into reality right. or this, this like, a competition-style show. A lot of people from, you know, the film community right. where everything's so structured and set up. And this is way more loose. And yeah. this is Wild Wild West, yep. and especially working with... Um, I'm the wildest and the westest of all. So I'm a wild card as well. Preaching so, the choir, my so, friend. So everybody that, that was able to stick it out through the production and, and make it turn out so great, I'm, I'm eternally grateful for because those are just skills that are, I, I don't have and I couldn't have done, you know, anything close to this without so many people with so much experience. Um, and it was great to, you know, keep it all here in Ohio. Yeah. You spoke to something. It's like one of my, I, as somebody also has been producing content for a long time, it's always funny when you make something and like, I feel like if I release something, I know it's good. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I hate myself enough to know when I'm not good. Truly. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and one of my favorite least favorite compliments is when somebody says something along the lines of it's like a real show and i'm like thank you for how you i just found out you felt about the rest of my career <laughs> and uh, and, <laughs> and yeah. i know they don't mean anything bad but it's always like a thing they're like wow this is like real tv and i'm like thank you yeah you know how to, and, and oh for I sure i get it don't get me wrong i want to sound like <laughs> you know of course when the first round of articles come out and the trailer comes out and it's you know the reddit community can be a bit unforgiving oh God, instagram comments on the columbus you know uh haters come out of the woodwork sometimes exactly exactly and you know i'm i'm glad that now that the show has come out uh the quality has just outshone yeah. what what really anybody probably could have expected from you know a local you know in comparison to other yeah. shows like this very low budget <laughs> production sure um yeah, there's an ancient proverb i always think of in these moments and it's simple them. <laughs> yeah 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 oh wow that and that's me i almost want to get that tattooed on me that's yeah. That is special. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm breaking up. <laughs> I got a whole chess piece right here from it. It's tribal. Oh my God, it's I'm ancient. just kidding. It's still my Michael Jackson who's bad tattoo. Who's uh, bad? You bad. <laughs> As a wrap up then for you, Chad, okay. this is a question I think you might be, and I, we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but if someone out there is watching this right now, they're like, you know what? I am curious about vegan culture, but I am scared of giving up all those things we love. Is there a certain product or thing you might tell people to try as they're like, I use the expression gateway drug yeah. into veganism? Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, I think it would be thinking of what a few of your favorite foods are um, and, you know, looking for a substitute. I mean, if, if, if you want to keep it simple beyond meat, yeah, 
we use it at the restaurant. Um, it's been huge. You know, we serve probably just as many non-vegans as we do vegans. Yeah. Because, again, all the food is made to look and taste, uh, you know, be similar taste, texture, profiles to everything that you would order. The, the, the menu looks like a normal diner. Right. Um, so I would, I would just find the safest food that you enjoy eating the most, even if it's just ice cream. There's yeah. a lot of great vegan ice cream. Oh, yeah. You know, Ben and Jerry's is like 50% of their catalog is now plant-based. This is amazing. Uh, you got these major food corporations from Tyson, yeah. Bolt House. I mean, Everybody's McDonald's is in. striking up a deal with Beyond. I mean, everybody's going for it. Um, so I'd say, you know, give something a try. And if you don't want to cook yourself, all around, in every city in Ohio, there's at least a handful of really great vegan spots. Sure. So roll the dice, go out one night, give it a shot, you know, go for something. I wouldn't go too far out of your comfort zone the first time. You know, so yeah. many people think, oh man, I got Kalen quinoa is my first dish for lunch <laughs> going, going to the salad bowl place. Yeah, right, of and it, 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 it doesn't have to be torture. It, it no. can be a spectrum of, you know, just because it's vegan doesn't mean it has to be the crazy healthiest sure. thing with raw whole vegetables, though those things are great and they're great for you. Yeah. Um, you know, so much of it is about practicality and, you know, how much are you willing to sacrifice or sure. willing to try and whatever that is, just start there. You know, yeah. there's, there's no, it'd be like trying to start weightlifting and looking at Arnold Schwarzenegger as like the benchmark for, right. am I really about this life? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're like, like, I'm, I'm I, starting I've been, there. I've been working out a long time and I'm far <laughs> from Schwarzenegger. So, so I understand, you know, you can, you can keep an open mind, you can dabble, but you don't have to to be the the staunchest like holiest of devout vegans right. to work work a couple plants into the diet yeah and, dip your toes in the water a yeah, little bit yeah, hop hey, in the jacuzzi exactly oh yeah you know? yeah warm it up hey don't even get your knees wet yeah keep I'm in the bottom just blow bubbles that's you know, right so. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Chad, congratulations. I wish you the best of success with Top Vegan and, of course, your restaurants as well. Thank you And, so hey, much. who knows? Maybe we'll shoot an episode here one day. Yeah, I, I was just watching around. I was like, you know, season two might have to be in Cincinnati. Hey, uh, call and, me. And I did a lot of grocery shopping at a lot of different stores in Columbus in order to grab the range of everything we needed. I think, I think these chefs could get everything they need right here from Jungle Gyms. So we might have hey, yeah. season two. We'll we'll be talking. You know where to find me now. You got it. I live in the studio. Now. That's right. We're in the jungle. <laughs> I'll bring my machete and I will find you, my friend. You say that like I don't have one in here too. <laughs> Chad, thanks so much for coming in today. I appreciate it. Congratulations on the success of Top Vegan. Hopefully, it's a huge hit. And like I said twice now in the show. Hopefully, we get to do an episode here one day. That would be a lot of fun, right? Either that, or I'll finally do my supermarket sweep episode. I've always wanted to do. But the nice thing about that show is they don't have to think about customer liability, insurance, and all those other nightmare things because it's just a fake TV show, not in a real grocery store. All right, everyone. Well, hey, as always, thank you all so, so much for being a part of the show. Thank you for watching, subscribing, all that good stuff. If you are a fan of what I'm doing, look, even if you're not going to watch on YouTube, what you could do really to help me out. I'm almost at 2,000 subscribers since I took over the channel here, which is really cool. 
you know, it's fun to build things organically. Uh, but you could go over to the Jungle Gyms YouTube page. You can click that little subscribe button, hit that bell for me. That'll let you know when new videos come out too. If you do want to watch, because we're not just doing the podcast episode, we're also doing little other fun pieces. We're working on like a, a series of videos where we can show you every month what's coming in new to the store. So you get an idea of some new products that we bring in because we get a lot of exclusives. Things first, you know, you saw last week, I had those mustard chips and the mustard Doritos and before anybody else. And then you got to have them too. So, all right. Thank you all for the love and the subscriptions, all of that good stuff. Appreciate the support. And on that, I'll see you out there in the aisles. Yeah. The Jungle Gyms podcast is recorded in the WJJI studio inside Jungle Gyms International Market in Fairfield, Ohio. The Jungle Gyms podcast is produced and hosted by Mark Borison.